0: You're listening to the One Life Podcast by Stener Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life.
1: Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of your One Life Podcast with Kevin and Julie Stenner. We're so happy to be back. Welcome to 2021, everybody. We took so much needed downtime with the family over the holidays so now we're back and we're back to committing to do one podcast a week hopefully coming out on Sunday or Monday for you guys so today we're going to take a deep dive into talking about creating a successful 2021 so we'll dive into talking about the word of the year if you choose to do one and we'll walk you through how to choose your word how to create your own mantra and mission, and our personal goal-setting process that we have evolved over the past 10 years.
0: And I'm really excited for this topic today because whether it's today or Monday, I'm not sure on the date, but 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by January 17th, 18th, 19th, depending on what website you look at. So I think it's really important to look at today and hopefully you can think of some tips that make your not resolution, but goal-setting more successful. So before we get into that, though, let's talk about, as always, what we're drinking. Uh, and I'll, I'll go first. I'm drinking a cherry-flavored bubbly water. And Julie's laughing at me. But the reason is, is because I made homemade ravioli tonight. Uh, and it was thick. Like, we need a knife and fork to get through it. Still good. Julie was, was kind and ate it and the kids it had cheese on it so they ate it. But last time I, I made ravioli, scared. it was probably like what ten years ago. And holy
1: flour. Oh god, guys
0: <laughs> and girls, it was so bad. Like we I'm pretty sure we threw it out, so I've at least uh improved from that. Julie, what are you drinking?
1: I have a very special coveted cup of peppermint
0: tea. It's So coveted, you can only get it at Superstar. (laughs) That's how coveted it is.
1: (laughs) So we've um, taken a break from the wine and the fun cocktails, so we're switching over to some more conservative drinks this evening.
0: Okay, and and the reason for that is, sorry to cut you off, uh, is if you listen back to our first podcast about sleep, we did, I think, 75 days with no alcohol, and then when we brought it back into our diet and not big drinkers but a glass here and there like our sleeping went down the toilet
1: plus we were having sugar and chocolate and christmas baking but we were not sleeping well at all That's and after sleeping so well after not having any alcohol we really noticed a big difference
0: yeah all right with that do you want to take us away on how to pick your water of the year
1: Okay, let's dive into word of the year. So over the last few years, this has become a really popular thing to do. Something to set intentions for your year and give you something like a daily reminder of your, of your own personal word that you can think of just to help get through the tough days. So this year for 2021, the word I have settled on is stillness. And that will be my focus. I'm going to be looking for the stillness in every day. For example, when the wind stops blowing, when the branches are still, that will remind me of my goals. During meditation, when the world stops stillness, that's mine, that's my time. That's when I'm just going to be reminded why I'm working so hard. So how to get yours dialed in. I came up with four kind of basic questions to ask yourself to come up with your word pretty quickly. So reflect on your past year. Number one, what can you use more of in your life? Do you want more fun? Do you want more productivity? Do you want more light, more mindset work? Think of that, write down a whole bunch of ideas there just to get started. Number two, what characteristics do you want to possess? Do you want to be someone who's fun-loving, happy, energetic, uh, productive? Number three, how do you feel at the end of your day? Do you feel like you've completed everything you've wanted to complete? Do you feel energized? Do you feel motivated? Or do you feel exhausted, depleted, like you're a hamster on the wheel all day? And lastly, how do you want to feel? So just jot down all the, all of the characteristics that you want to feel throughout the whole year. Don't get too complicated. It's way too easy to complicate everything 'Cause our we all know that twenty twenty has been complicated <laughs> enough. So what are you what's your word, Kev?
0: Well, first on that note, I think we can all agree when the calendar switched to twenty twenty one, no magic happened and, and life is still complicated. So my word of the year, can you just put out those four things? Yeah, perfect. Is execute. And I'm really looking at execute in the context of everything outside my we'll call, it, you know, nine to five Job. So whether that's parenting, husbanding, is that a word? It's a word now. Training, uh, and then our our fitness and and, and investment business. And what I really want to do is I have all these great ideas in my mind and in my notebooks and I want to make sure that they're being actioned on. Uh, And so when I, one, reflected on my past year, what can I use more of? I can use more action on those ideas. Because an idea sitting in a book or in my mind isn't going to help anyone right it's not going to help you it's not going to help Julie. It's not going to help the kids so that's what i can use more of what characteristics do i want i want to be you know a person of action on in these other facets of of my life because you know if i take let's say 10 minutes every day to do my my stretching you know over the course of a year 10 minutes a day is huge you know, if I use that to pour into our fitness business, you know, an extra ten minutes a day over the course of a year, these small things add up. So I really want to have that action. How do I feel at the end of the day now? Well, I often feel that my good ideas are still sitting there, uh, and, and they're not helping anyone. So for how do you want to feel? I want to feel that I'm helping people and I want to feel that I'm moving things forward. And by having that reminder of execute, you know, that's gonna help. I have it in my day planner right on each page, execute. And I also have it uh, next to my desk at work just so you know, remind myself, keep going, get it done, take down that wicket and, and move on on to the next.
1: Okay, and I have mine on a pretty pink heart post-it that I keep right on my desk on a picture of the girls.
0: So the great thing about having a award of the year is that in all the chaos of the day, and we have 50 things on the go, and you can't focus your thoughts, and you feel like that top just spinning, 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 if you see or think of that word, it's going to help slow everything down. It's going to stop the spinning, it's going to let you focus and zero in on what you're doing, and why you're doing it. Um, so we're really looking forward to hearing what your word of the year is, You can put it down in the comments below. Uh, and hopefully that's going to help you know us think of other Other things we want to focus on as well and and help the community um, also. So we're going to leave the word of the year for now. And Julie is going to walk us through mantra and mission.
1: Okay, let's go into how to create a mantra for yourself, a personal mantra that speaks to you. So first of all, creating your own personal mantra is so powerful because it speaks directly to you. It's your own word that you come up with or your own mantra and it's specific to you. It's going to speak to your needs because someone else did not create it for you. You will create it for yourself. So we are more likely to believe in something and follow up with our goals and mantras if it's something that we've created ourselves. So let's go through three questions to get you thinking about your own personal mantra. And this doesn't have to take a lot of time. Don't think too much into it. Just jot down what you first think of when I ask you these questions. So I'll tell you what mine is for this year. Mine is, I am open to receive. So I'm very good at working hard and nose of the grindstone and just pushing, pushing, pushing through. And I'm not very good at just stopping and resting and letting all the work, hard work and all the training take effect. So that's my plan for this year is to just let myself be open to receive. So every day I tell myself 10 times I am open to receive. It's on my post-it. And I also love using expo markers and writing it on the bathroom mirrors for myself. And I write the girl's notes that way as well. So it's kind of a fun way to remember. So that's something you could do to remember yours. So these are the three questions that I've gone through to come up with my own mantra. So number one, what are you struggling with right now that you'd like help with? For example, are you struggling through an anxious time? Are you struggling with patience, potty training your toddler? struggling with a technical issue at work or limiting belief you have within yourself or a habit something with a relationship so just take a minute and jot those down once you find what it is you want to use your mantra for then you'll be ready to start coming up with words and feelings that support that so moving on to number two What do you want to change about your thoughts, feelings, or actions? So what's happening right now in your life or your current struggle that you don't like? Or what do you wish was different? How could you believe in yourself differently? So just take a minute to think about that. You can always pause the podcast. We'll be here when you come back. (laughs) Number three, how do you want to feel from now on? So what's the feeling you're after? Are you after peace, patience, safety, love, confidence? Just take a minute to think about that. And I'll give you some examples of mantras that other people have used, not to sway you into using one of these, but just an example. So some mantras for eliminating stress are, I will accept what I can't control, or I accept myself as I am. Or I've done more than enough today. I believe in myself. I accept myself for who I am. I find joy in every day. And I love this one. My body is filled with energy. So those are some ideas that you can think about creating your mantra. It's not about creating a perfect mantra. It's about practicing different thoughts that serve you. And you can have more than one. If you want to have a mantra for your athletic training you can have that if you want one for family life work life personal life so you can have more than one mantra or one voice in your head that you repeat to yourself every day
0: what i find really interesting about the mantra is you know as adults we probably don't do it that much unless we're cognizant that we're doing it and sitting down and doing it but when i watch our kids i'll often see olivia our youngest and she's four now but you can see her trying to do something she's like I can do this. I got this. I can do this. I got this. Right, and she'll just keep telling herself she can do it, and eventually she'll be able to. But it's that, and tell me if I'm wrong, Julie. But it's that putting that belief and action in your in yourself and speaking it into existence almost. And and Julie's nodding if if because uh, <laughs> you can't Andrew, hear need my peppermint tea. Her exclusive peppermint tea. I think she said. Mm-hmm. So another question then is when people are sitting down to do this and the word of the year does it matter if they do one before the other like should they do the word first and the match they build on that or or does it not matter and whatever speaks to them first they can run with that
1: often there will be some overlap usually because you're the answers to the questions might be the same but generally it's easier to come up with your word first i find so come up with that first and then they'll that will give you some momentum going into creating your mantra. Okay, let's go back to you Kev. Let's talk about goal setting and how we have come up with and really modified our goal setting pathway and thinking over the last 10 years. So we literally have one piece of paper, a nine, nine and a half by 11. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Whatever it
0: is. Normal size. Normal size
1: (laughs) piece of paper with a ruler and we draw out columns and Mm -hmm. that's how we do our goal setting and that's been working for us and then we go back and check it off so let's throw it over to kev he's gonna (laughs) go through the process
0: okay so thanks for that julie um and yeah like julie said we have our um you know plain old piece of paper pen and ruler and you know use whatever system works for you i find when i have blank piece of paper and a pen that that's good for my creativity and it's good for me to help me just dream and think and so that's why I like doing our goals on a piece of paper Um, we usually try and have no computers no phones because as soon as you bring that into the equation it's it's so easy to get distracted oh I'll just look this up and see you know some specific thing about it Uh, And as soon as you do that you kind of lose the focus so when you go to to do your goals we usually set aside an evening and it's an evening when we know we're going to have a bit of energy left because it's a it's a tiring process like Mm. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and say oh it's so fun you sit down and you're so excited and jacked after like we're usually pretty drained after and and that's because you're thinking really hard and you're thinking through challenges and you're coming up with actionable steps and I think that brings me to why most goals aren't successful and I think we've all heard it before so pardon me if I'm just you know repeating everything else but it's because they're not specific you know if your goal is just to swim better what does that mean does it mean better technique does it mean better time Um, you know does it mean being able to learn how to swim for surfing whatever right it needs to be specific so you know what you're actually working for Once it's specific, then you can start measuring it. And when you can start measuring it, you can know, you know, if you're working towards it or not. So when we look at how we do our sheet, down the left-hand column, we'll have our goals. And we'll have goals specific to different realms of our life. So we'll have one for uh, investments, one for, you know, various business goals, one for travel, one for family, one for the beach body business, One for social goals, right? What do we want to do with our our friends? And then, of course, one for our our relationship as well and and for the family. So, you know, it's not just one or two. We try and hit the important areas of our life and have goals in each one of those. Then across the top, going from uh, left to right, you know, we have various headings. And I think this is where we're successful because we really try and break it down in a way that works for us. So the first one is: is we have the goal, and you know we've all heard smart, and you can argue if it's, you know, useful or not, but it's uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and has a a timeline associated to it. So you know we we use that, but we we use it in a fairly loose loose way. You know we make sure we're specific, we make sure we know how to measure it. But then we take it one step further. So the next column to the right, we have immediate action. So what are we doing, you know, that night, the next day, the next week, the next month to work towards achieving that goal? And it's specific. It's call so-and-so, book an appointment with so-and-so, follow up with so-and-so, right? It's very specific, very immediate. Then the next column over from that, we have what's called share with. So who are we sharing with this with? Who needs to know this is our goal, one, to hold us accountable, and two, because they're either going to object to it, and so let's try and get them on board now, or they're going to support it, and they're really going to be our cheerleader to go after it. So who are we sharing with you with? The next one to the right is, is values. And why we like to have the value column is because when things get really hard, it reminds you why you're doing it. So is it to create a legacy for your kids? Is it for adventure? You know, How many of us just go on adventures now? right? That's something important. That's an important value. Um, is it to work on your you know, family relationship? You know, What's the value? Because that's what makes sure that we're doing that immediate action. That's what makes sure we're fitting it in with the timeline. And I should have said back when we have our goal under the SMART call, and we do have a timeline associated with, with everything. Uh, And then the last column on the right is challenges. And we spend a lot of time on this column because what obstacles are we gonna run into in the next, whatever that timeline is, to achieve that goal? Okay, here are the challenges. How are we getting past that challenge? What strategies are we doing? Okay, maybe we need to go back now to immediate action. Maybe we need to change some of the actions we're taking so we can meet that challenge. Um, and and so that's basically the template we use. And then we'll go back and look at it every few months because those immediate actions are, are hopefully taken off and you're putting new ones down. And where they're not, it's like, okay, why not? Well, it's uncomfortable. I don't wanna do it. Well, this is the value of why you're doing it. So let's get it done. Um, and that's really how how we've gone about with our goals. And we've been doing it, like Julie said, for I think over over 10 years. Because I remember one of the first times we did this was right before we were married. Um, and the goal was we we're going to get married uh, 2008. <laughs> yes, my mind's racing. 2008 in August. Uh, and we wanted to go to Italy a week after the wedding. Uh, and then we we're going to come back. And moved to Australia and Southeast we Asia. We'll back to
1: work our butts off.
0: Yeah, that part. <laughs> and then go to Australia uh, just past Christmas or just past New Year's, I think it was. Yeah, so we're, for a year. So we basically, yeah. you know, had a wedding, went on a honeymoon to Italy, came back for September, October, November, December, and then took off to Italy for a year. So how are we going to finance that? How are we going to get all of our visas and... Travel arrangements and stuff taken care of between then, and I remember sitting down and we had our piece of paper and we laid it out. I said, "This is how much we're putting from your paycheck into this account, and this is what we're doing, you know, to get the visas in place." And we were able to do it, but um, you know, we certainly had some doubters there, um, but we were able to get it done, and and that's kind of continued throughout. So. Uh, Sorry, that was a lot of talking on my part. Julie, anything to add on goal setting?
1: Uh, no, and I think I just want to say, actually, yes. <laughs> 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 Is there anything, anytime I don't have anything to add? So uh, we're doing the same process because we are planning on going back to Australia again, but this time with our two girls. So... When we were there, we, it was never a, oh, we're just here and we're gone, never coming back. We always knew that we'd be going back. So now we're working through that process again. So our goal is to go in August or September of 2022. So when Livy's in grade one and Sophia's in grade four, we thought those would be great ages to go back to Australia, have them go to school there or be on the swim team there or dance or do whatever they want, surfing lessons. And then Kevin and I can bust our butts doing our beach body business on the beach. Beach body on the beach. And in order for us to work there and to get the visas, I'm going to be applying for my physiotherapy license again. So I think it'll be fun and it's always a great way to meet people working in the clinic. I think I'll go clinic route this time instead of hospital. But yeah, so I'm gonna be working there as a physiotherapist. Part time and a full time beach body coach on the beach. <laughs>
0: and, and I have some actionable items that I haven't attended to yet under immediate action for that. So I should get going. But I think that just, you know, I just want to say on that, and we're talking about this today, is how many of us has have really dreamed since we graduated university? You know, you kind of graduate university and then, you know, you find the love of your life at some point and you get married and have kids. And that's all great. But how many of us have really like sat down and dreamed? Like remember in high school, like sitting in class when you're supposed to be working and just dreaming. Like that's a great thing. And so I challenge everyone this week, just dream. You know, what adventures do you want to go on? What do you want your life to look like? And that's really going to motivate you to, to get the goals down. But I um, think, yeah, yeah, people
1: should dream and then dream bigger. So dream, oh yeah, it'd be nice to go here one day. Dream bigger. It'd be nice to live there one day someday and then write write it down plan backwards when do you want that to be
0: yeah because we have a long list of places we want to live it's a big world and and we're excited to go explore it but we are fully off topic now so uh, isn't that
1: what great podcasting's all about
0: <laughs> obviously <laughs> um, so I think we're going to turn to our final segment as always which is fail of the week
1: okay this is more you
0: Okay, you want me to just jump in? Okay, Yeah, you can
1: jump in because I didn't have any fails this week.
0: (laughs) Never any fails, right? So I don't know if it's my fail or the dog's fail. We don't have a dog, but I was out running on...
1: And this is like extending our plan of getting a dog, by the way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, more on that later. Um, We love dogs. We love dogs. Yeah, Yeah, we do love dogs. I love a dog. Uh, We just want the kid to be older to take care of them. But I was out running on Friday and coming back home maybe 50 meters from the house and there's kind of a steep icy hill and this probably teenage girl is walking down it sliding on the ice with a overly exuberant dog um, who is charging at me on the end of a leash (laughs) pulling this girl down the path. So I probably didn't react properly in that I stopped and put my hand out to try and stop the dog so this poor girl didn't fall down because I didn't want her to hit her head on the ice and the dog took a good chunk of skin out of my uh, finger Um, and then my other fail with that is one my tetanus shot wasn't updated so I spent a good three four hours waiting in a Mm. doctor's office to get my tetanus shot so get those tetanus shots updated people and also I forgot to ask if the dog was vaccinated or any information about the dog. So when I was at the doctor's office, they're like, so what was the dog like? It was a nice, well-looking dog. Looked well. Did it have its shots? I don't know. Do you know who owned the dog? No. Um, and so there's a lot of questions doctors want to know about the dog that bites you. So if you get bit by a dog, make sure your vaccinations are up to date. I guess do that ahead of time. Just don't uh, get bit
1: by
0: a dog. <laughs> and, and secondly... Just ask those basic questions. Take a second. Has a dog been vaccinated? Look, can I just get your number in case you know I have questions about the dog? Yeah. No one's fault here. This poor girl was was in overhead with this dog on an icy path. Um, but you know, when you're in an incident like that, slow down, take a breath. What information may I need down the road? Because it can probably save you four hours in a doctor's office. All right. Anything else this week?
1: nothing else for me tonight. I think we've covered more than enough today, but I just really hope you guys dig into yourselves, take some time to come up with your word and your mantra and especially your goals for the whole year. So we'd love to hear what you think. Uh, See you next week. thanks for listening guys and if you love this episode and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life we would so appreciate if you like comment and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming and be sure to follow us on instagram at Julie Stenner and at kstan81 or drop us a comment and a dm with your questions we'd be happy to chat with you guys as always contact us at stenerfitness at gmail.com and don't forget to maximize your one life Thank you.